Stephen Kruetis on SAFM. Well, there's been a huge number of conversations as we talk about the heat wave in Gauteng, about water, and particularly in Joburg and Kuruleni. And there's been a lot of conversations around a practice known as water shifting. And the Minister of uh, Water Affairs and Sanitation, Sensen Kruenu, says that municipalities can now implement water shifting. It's not like load shedding, although I know it sounds sort of quite similar. It's supposed to be something slightly different. Is it really a good idea? Professor Anya Duplessis, an associate professor and water management expert at UNISA. Professor Duplessis, good morning. Good morning to you. Unfortunately, I know what load shedding is. Uh, what is water shifting? How does that work? Well, basically, uh, water shifting will be basically the pumping of available water within a certain water system from areas with no supply issues to areas basically experiencing water shortages or, or no pressure. This is obviously an interim measure um, as proposed by the minister and was selected instead of water shedding uh, or stoppages, which will obviously um, have led to no water coming through people's um, taps. But um, as we've seen from even before the heat wave, um, areas, especially Brixton, um, Greenside, Emerentia, et cetera, um, which are mostly high-lying areas, have been experiencing no water at all, even before the heat wave. Why, why haven't we done it before? Was there a reason why we didn't? Well, um, I'm not able to comment on that. I, don't, uh, I think the, the conversations are now out of desperation. Um, this issue has been ongoing for, I mean, for the past decade. Um, we've always been sitting with heat waves during the October periods. Um, we were in the same situation last year as well. However, that was obviously ex- exacerbated by stage six blackouts. But uh, most of Joburg, it seems, as well as Tswane and Kuruleni, have been sitting with major water issues for the whole year this year. Um, and that's and, it cannot only be blamed on continued blackouts, um, etc. We have to look at how is our water being managed? Um, are we actually properly fixing water infrastructure? Um, and if there is mismanagement, how will we be able to, to fix mm. that? Um, you would need electricity to do water shifting, right? You would need pumping stations. It wouldn't just happen. You would need equipment to do it. Yes, you would need, obviously, firstly, the technical uh, expertise, um, and then obviously you will need, as you say, electricity, um, and then uh, operational pump station as well. Um, the rainwater has blamed um, the current water shortages within the, the identified areas over the heat heatwave period to basically the Aiken North pump station uh, with operational challenges. What these operational challenges are um, hasn't been made clear. So I think that's one of the issues that we have at this point in time. It's always um, blamed on, on customers saying that it's high demand and poor supply. However, we need to remember that over 40% of water is being lost even before it reaches the, the consumer. Yes, we are water scarce country and we need to conserve water. However, um, government as well as other role players such as um, Joburg Water and Rand Water have to come to the party as well. Um, so, yeah, the, the, the fact that they lose so much water, I think they call it unbilled water in the system. Um, 40% yeah. is a huge amount. I think there's at least one council in Gauteng, which is 60%. I think it's Mokhale City. Yeah. Um, how yes. do you fix that then? Because that is a huge thing. Yes, you can have a war on leaks. You can ask people to report them, but someone has to actually fix them and fix them properly. And apart from sort of replacing the pipe, which you can maybe do by running a, a plastic pipe through it, it's a very capital intensive, which is another way of saying very expensive thing to do. 
Um, exactly. And I know that uh, Joba Water said uh, last year that they would be uh, prioritizing, you know, old pipes um, as well as leakages and, and bursting pipes. However, um, as you say, it is a costly exercise, but there is um, technology out there that can be used um, at, a, at a more cost effective rate. So I think that Joba Water as well as Rainwater, we need accountability and transparency at this point in time. Non-revenue water, which is now obviously water losses, needs to be addressed. Um, and, and that, unfortunately, uh, will cause that certain areas, uh, the reservoirs be, be shut down or, or, or supply being throttled. And that will then obviously lead to lower pressure um, and once again, high-lying areas being being affected. But we have to fix these issues. And unfortunately, we do not have the 48-hour buffering capacity like we should have, which means that even though you put a system off, um, affected residents will still have a, a buffering um, capability of 48 hours. Currently, I think it's at 18 hours if we are really optimistic. Um, it, one of my concerns about this is if we're doing water shifting, it looks like putting a Band-Aid under a wound which is just going to get worse or over a wound which is just going to get worse. Um, so then is that the problem? If you do water shifting, you're actually putting strain on equipment like an electrical substation during load shedding that you shouldn't do. And what we're doing is we're actually going to weaken the entire system. Exactly. You're basically going to exacerbate the, the whole water system as it is now. Look, uh, blackouts have already um, affected our water infrastructure. It is not designed to be put on and off consistently. But um, the question that has to be asked is, yes, water shifting has been um, proposed by the minister. Um, he has asked that Joburg Water put in uh, or submit an actual water management plan. Um, but the question needs to be asked is, is our infrastructure at this point in time able to shift water around within the system i.e whether you can actually um, turn the the water flow around um, from one pumping station to to the next and if we have uh, the same situation as we have now with Akonov not um, really functioning properly are we really going to be able to to implement this this water shifting um or whether there isn't a, a, another solution. And as you say, yes, water shifting is basically putting on a, a Band-Aid on a festering wound, just not just a, a, a regular wound. And um, this has been ongoing for many, many years and many decades. And you would think that, um, you know, we're sitting with the same issue over and over again, um, that um, proper interventions or uh, adaptations would have been um, planned and implemented already. Professor Anya Duplessis, thank you. Associate Professor and Water Management Expert at UNISA.